What sort of story do we have today? Biography or mystery, a fairy tale or fable? What is the genre of our book today? Fiction or non-fiction, tell me, do you think you're able to guess from the title or the cover illustration? Is this a book of poems or a book of information? Tell me, what sort of story do we have today? Look, what is the genre of our book? Hello, friends. Welcome back to Redemptive Tales. Way back at the beginning of our stories, we talked about how the word redemptive means something that was broken and then got fixed, somebody who was not happy with somebody else, and then they get to be friends again, or something is lost, and then it is found. Today's redemptive tale is one of those. It's from the stories of Winnie the Pooh by A. A. Milne, and it's called Eeyore Loses a Tail, and Pooh Finds One. The old gray donkey Eeyore stood by himself in a thistly corner of the forest, his front feet well apart, his head on one side, and thought about things. Sometimes he thought sadly to himself, Why? And sometimes he thought, Wherefore? And sometimes he thought, Inasmuch as which? And sometimes he didn't quite know what he was thinking about. So when Winnie the Pooh came stumping along, Eeyore was very glad to be able to stop thinking for a little in order to say, how do you do, in a gloomy manner to him. And how are you, said Winnie the Pooh. Eeyore shook his head from side to side. Not very how, he said. I don't seem to have felt at all how for a long time. Dear, dear, said Pooh, I'm sorry about that. Let's have a look at you. So Eeyore stood there, gazing sadly at the ground, and Winnie the Pooh walked all around him once. Why, what's happened to your tail? he said in surprise. What has happened to it? said Eeyore. It isn't there. Are, are you sure? Well, either a tail is there or it isn't there. You can't make a mistake about it, and... Yours isn't there. Then what is? Nothing. Let's have a look, said Eeyore, and he turned slowly round to the place where his tail had been a little while ago, and then, finding that he couldn't catch it up, he turned round the other way, until he came back to where he was at first. And then he put his head down and looked between his front legs, and at last he said, with a long, sad sigh, I believe you're right. Of course I'm right, said Pooh. That accounts for a good deal, said Eeyore gloomily. It explains everything. No wonder. You must have left it somewhere, said Winnie the Pooh. 
Somebody must have taken it, said Eeyore. How like them, he added after a long silence. Pooh felt that he ought to say something helpful about it, but didn't quite know what. So he decided to do something helpful instead. Eeyore, he said solemnly, I, Winnie the Pooh, will find your tail for you. Thank you, Pooh, answered Eeyore. You're a real friend, said he. Not like some, he said. So Winnie the Pooh went off to find Eeyore's tail. It was a fine spring morning in the forest as he started out. Little soft clouds played happily in a blue sky, skipping from time to time in front of the sun, as if they had come to put it out, and then sliding away suddenly, so that the next might have his turn. Through them and between them the sun rose bravely, and a copse which had worn its furs all the year round seemed old and dowdy now beside the new green lace which the beeches had put on so prettily. Through copse and spinney marched the bear, down open slopes of gorse and heather, over rocky beds of streams, up steep banks of sandstone into the heather again, and so at last, tired and hungry, to the hundred-acre wood. For it was in the hundred-acre wood that Owl lived. And if anyone knows anything about anything, said Bear to himself, it's Owl who knows something about something, he said. Or my name's not Winnie the Pooh, he said. Which it is, he added. So there you are. Owl lived at the Chestnuts, an old-world residence of great charm, which was grander than anybody else's, or it seemed so to bear, because it had both a knocker and a bell-pool. Underneath the knocker there was a notice which said, "'Please ring if an answer is required.' Underneath the bell-pool there was a notice which said, Please knock if an answer is not required. These notices had been written by Christopher Robin, who was the only one in the forest who could spell. For Owl, wise though he was in many ways, able to read and write and spell his own name, Wall, yet somehow went all to pieces over delicate words like measles and buttered toast. Winnie the Pooh read the two notices very carefully, first from left to right, and afterwards, in case he had missed some of it, from right to left. Then, to make quite sure, he knocked and pulled the knocker, and he pulled and knocked the bell rope, and he called out in a very loud voice, Owl, I require an answer. It's bear speaking. And the door opened and Owl looked out. Hopefully next week Pooh will be able to find Eeyore's tail after visiting some of his friends in the 100-acre wood. 
My name is Elsa Baumgartner, and I'm the producer of the podcasts Redemptive Tales and Life in the Bree for the Center of Redemptive Education. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Redemptive Tales, and listen again next week. Thanks again. Bye. What sort of story do we have?